Let's read together out of Acts chapter 22, verses 12 through 15. We're going to be reading from the easy read version today. Acts 22, chapter 22, verse 12 through 15. Let's go. In Damascus, a man named Ananias came to me. He was a man who was devoted to God and obeyed the law of Moses. He came to me and said, Saul, my brother, look up and see again. Immediately I was able to see him. All the Jews who lived there respected him. Ananias told me, the God of our fathers chose you long ago to know his plan. He chose you to see the righteous one and to hear words from him. You will be his witness to all people. You will tell them what you have seen and heard. And everybody said, Amen. One more celebration to the King of Kings today. The one individual who is often considered to be the most influential and important person after Jesus in the history of Christianity is the Apostle Paul. The global impact which Paul made, and by the way, is still making, as a missionary, a theologian, a letter writer, it's really immeasurable. Paul traveled to major cities where the most people lived so the gospel could have a transcultural, transregional, and multi-generational impact. The world has never really been the same. And it's all founded in verse 14 of our text. When Ananias, sent by God, told Paul, who was Saul of Tarsus at this time, he told him three things. First, God has chosen you to know his will. God has chosen you to know his will. That means to come to full knowledge of God's eternal purpose through discovery. To come to full knowledge of God's eternal purpose through discovery. Brother Saul, God has put his hand upon you. God has selected you, handpicked you, chosen you to know his will. Our text today said to know his plan, to come to full knowledge of his eternal plan, eternal purpose through discovery. Secondly, to see the righteous one. God has chosen you to know his will, to see the righteous one. This means to come face to face with, to come face to face with. Not just knowing about him, but knowing him. Coming face to face in fellowship and intimacy with, thus understanding what to do. As he lay on the road to Damascus, looking up into the heaven, having seen Jesus himself, he said, Lord, what would you have me do? Ananias said, God has chosen you to come face to face. And we know soon after this, Saul of Tarsus 
went into the desert of Arabia for three years, coming face to face with. He had so much to unlearn (laughs) as well as to learn. Understanding what to do. This is mission, understanding what to do, coming to that place of downloading the heart of Jesus, the purpose, knowing his eternal purpose and our part in it, his part in it. This is understanding what to do. This is mission. And then thirdly, to hear words. The third thing Ananias said to Saul is to hear words from him, to be informed effectually so as to perform that which is spoken. This is vision. This is vision, to be informed effectually so as to perform that which is spoken. This is vision. Paul discovered God's purpose for his life. Paul discovered God's purpose for his ministry to a waiting world by understanding and embracing his God-given mission, courageously moving in accordance to the God-given vision that would follow. I want to repeat that. He discovered God's purpose for his life, for his ministry to a waiting world by two ways. By first understanding and embracing his God-given mission. Everybody say mission. And then courageously moving in accordance to the God-given vision that would follow. Today we want to conclude the series we began a couple of weeks ago on discovering God's eternal purpose through our mission and vision. And oh, I can't tell you how excited I am that you're here today. We've got so much to cover. And it's so awesome. Today we're going to just bring it all together and and really just continue to download really the, the DNA of the house, what we're all about, what we're really, really, as Nairobi Lighthouse Church, uh, all about as we, as we seek in this year of discovery to, to discover God's eternal purpose through our mission, through our, our, our vision, what God has in store. Do you know one of the great, I believe, one of the greatest needs that many of God's people face today is to discover His purpose for our existence. I want to say this again. I believe one of the greatest needs among God's people today is to discover, is that we discover God's purpose for our existence. And I'm speaking for to us corporately as a church, as a body. I believe many people understand their purpose or God's purpose in their life, but when it comes to the church, when it comes to that understanding of the church of Jesus Christ and God's eternal purpose for us, His people in the earth, and for us, His people in this Local assembly, I think is for many, can be a great challenge and a great need. 
According to Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 10, God's eternal purpose is to use the church as his instrument to display his wisdom, his deep knowledge and understanding, moral insight to those who are held captive in darkness. Ephesians 3.10, according to that passage, which we've looked at in previous, in previous uh, messages, God's eternal purpose is to use the church as his instrument to display his wisdom. And that word wisdom means the deep knowledge and understanding of God. Oh, how the world is desperate for this. And God's, God's design upon us, his church, is that we be his people, his instrument to go forth and to display. Come on, we're trophies of his grace. And God has brought us together as his body, as his family here in Nairobi Lighthouse Church. And he has a purpose for your being here. He has a purpose for your connection here. He has a purpose in planting you into this house so that we, the people of God, who are called and connected together in fellowship here at NLC, we go forth to display. Come on, everybody. To those who were held captive in darkness, verse 11 says this was his eternal plan, which he carried out through Jesus Christ our Lord. So, to fully make this discovery, we have to understand, if we're going to really make this discovery together as a church, then we have to understand our mission. We have to embrace our mission. And not only that, we have to move together in our vision. No man is an island. We're all here together as one. We're so glad you're part of us. If you're visiting today, just receive and enjoy. We are so glad you're here as a visitor. Yet, as a family, I'm going to address us as a family today, a body today, and clearly, once more, lay out our mission and our vision. For we're believing in 2023 and onwards, God is about to do and continue to do mighty things with us and through us as his church, his local assembly here, Nairobi Lighthouse Church. And if we're going to make this discovery of God's eternal purpose for us as a congregation, we need to understand our mission and we need to embrace it and we need to move together in it. You know, our mission statement answers this question. Why do we exist? Our mission statement answers this question. Why do we exist? Our vision statement gives us the clarity to go forth and see the fullness of it unfold as to why we exist. You see, the mission stays the same through different times and places. The mission stays the same through different times and places, but the vision can change to align with particular times and places. The mission never changes. 
the mission stays the same through different times, seasons, and places. The vision can change to align. Out from the mission comes the vision. And that vision, de- depending on the seasons and the particular times, we can, it can change. There can be, God can direct us and emphasis various ways and so on. It's exciting. So what is our mission? I want to go back to week one. And uh, if, you, if you were not here in week one, I want to encourage you to take some time to go and, uh, and, and download the podcast. You can listen to it as you drive to the office. You can listen to it as you're, as you're making dinner, brothers. And uh, you can just, you can, you can just, uh, or as you're washing dishes, uh, my, my brother, come on, as you're serving your wife, my brother, you can, uh, you can be listening to it at different points at different times. I would encourage you to go back. But what is our mission? We are Nairobi Lighthouse Church. And our mission is to win souls and make disciples. And we do this by sharing Jesus in the home, coming together as God's family, equipping believers to do works of service, and reaching our world with the light of Christ. Come on, let's read that again. Sharing Jesus in the home, coming together as God's family, equipping believers to do works of service, and reaching our world Come on, can we celebrate today? We're reaching, oh my goodness, such amazing things going on we're reaching. Now, that's our mission. That's our mission. That mission is in place. And we're excited about our mission. What is our vision? What is our vision? As Nairobi Lighthouse Church, we advance God's mission through partnership in kingdom vision. Let's say it again. Advancing God's mission through partnership in kingdom vision. Partnership. Circle that word. Write that word down. Advancing God's mission through partnership in kingdom vision. We're not just church attendees. We're not just spectators. We are participators. We are partnering together. In Philippians chapter 1 and verse 5, Paul said, For you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. Partners, look at this, partners together in establishing God's kingdom by taking the gospel to the world. From the time you heard it, Paul said, this was a great key in Paul the Apostle reaching the known world with the gospel was through partnership. Partnership. This was Paul's vision. And this was a great key in completing his mission was through partnership. We pray by the Holy Spirit of God that God will open all of our hearts and that we will will reconnect or we will for those who haven't connect as partners together in the house where God has planted us. Now following are some key components of our vision for realizing our objective. Some key components in our vision 
to reach and to realize our objective, to see our mission continue to to be reached and to see our mission continue to succeed. First of all, authentic worship. Authentic worship, which we 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 learned in 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 John chapter 4 and verse 23, for the hour has come, indeed is now when the Father is seeking genuine worshipers, true worshipers. The Amplified in John chapter 4 says genuine worshipers. It's more than a song, everybody. It's more than a song. It's not to be fleshy or giving simple lip service, but it's to come from our hearts. It's communion with the Lord. It's it's that time of adoring. It's that time of bowing down authentically, authentic worship. Secondly, Bible-based teaching. Bible-based teaching. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1, 4, and 5. Paul said, when I came to you, I didn't come to you to try to impress you with some flowery speeches or a flowery talk or fancy or emotional footwork. I came to you with the simple message of Jesus Christ. I came to you with the word of God. Come on, God's word is our full and it's our final authority. It's the word of the Lord that we seek to uphold, that we seek to preach with all of our might and teach with all of our might. Bible-based teaching. And then thirdly, equipping for service. Equipping for service. Genesis chapter 14 and verse 14 was the passage that we came to Nairobi with to begin this church. And we began it in 1987 on March 15th. And this passage set the foundation for what we came for, that Abraham took 318 of his trained servants. The King James Version says his trained servants. And he went after Lot, his nephew, all the way. Those who were born in his own house. Those trained servants born in his own house. And this was our this is our heart, always has been to raise up mighty men and women who serve. Come on, serve, who have a heart for service, who have a passion for serving. Just like we saw yesterday. Oh my goodness. Serve day. What a powerful thing. And and seeing people's seeing lives transformed as we went forth to just love people and serve them. Raising up ministry teams, serving in homes, serving at the office, serving the community at large, serving as I see a need. This has been our heart and our passion and equipping in, in, a, in, in that way to serve through our post-encounter, which is 10 weeks, 10 weeks to learn the basics of biblical lifestyle. That's what we're after. It's that lifestyle of serving. Come on, giving ourselves, equipping to serve. Then through insight, our, our further development 
as believers. Come on, grasping the basics in leadership. So excited about our insight class. Have always been, this afternoon, insights going out into the city. Going to be amazing, amazing times. Equipping to serve and releasing those we have been covering and have covered. And again, I encourage you to please take some time and go back through them, through uh, downloading our podcast uh, and go back for the last two weeks. Our time is very limited today. I want to conclude by going into these next uh, three things that we want to leave you with. And that is the next component or element of our vision is daily living. Daily living, 1 John chapter 2 and verse 6, those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. Our daily living, this is so vital, such a vital part of our vision in reaching our mission. It's what we are becoming, church. It's what we are becoming. It's, it's taking it from the classroom into our everyday life as followers of Jesus Christ. Not only followers, but disciples of Jesus Christ. Every, each and every day learning in our public life, we are Christians. In our private life, we are Christians. We live this thing. This is our heart. This is our passion. We are people in the word. We have a love for the word. We are daily in the word of God. We are daily in prayer. We are daily seeking God. And as a result, we're walking in obedience to what we're receiving from the word of God in our day-to-day living, filled with the Holy Spirit, walking in the Holy Spirit. This is what our vision is. This is what we want to see and continue to see God raise up right here in Nairobi Lighthouse Church, that we are receiving as well as giving forgiveness. We are people who are quick to forgive. In our daily living, we're not holding grudges. We have received forgiveness. We give forgiveness. We release others in Jesus' name. We live a pure life. We're walking in purity in our day-to-day living. Come on, seeking to live our lives as Jesus did. Our lifestyle bespeaks of a believer. Our lifestyle bespeaks and demonstrates and displays the life of a believer. We're denying ourselves. We're joyful in persecution. Come on, through our daily living and our daily life. Woohoo! As marriage, as parents, as singles, we're showing and displaying to the world around us in our day-to-day life when we're under authority or when we are in authority through our daily living. It's obvious that we've been with Jesus and that we are part of something supernatural. We're God's, we're God's people. Amen. Generous giving. Generous giving. This is, this is another element or component of our, vil, of our vision for realizing our objective. Generous giving. 
Luke 6.38, we quoted it this morning from, I believe, the Message Bible. I want to read it from the Holman's translation. Give, and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Generosity is more than an amount. An amount. Generosity is more than an amount. It's an expression of our love and our trust. This is such a vital part, a vital key to our vision. And I just want to just decree over Nairobi Lighthouse Church that we're seeing generous givers arise with a heart of generosity, a heart to embrace the world, a heart to embrace not only the world, but the needs of the house. Come on, the amount you give, it says, the amount you give from the amount you have. The amount you give from the amount you have. You see, God looks at the heart. It's all about the spirit of giving. It's all about the spirit of giving. And when we take hold of that and we grasp that as a church, as a body, then we're able to move forward as each of us as individuals receive that spirit and heart of generosity. We're able to move forward into that which we, what, that which God really desires us to do. I want to take a moment and just go over with you our and give some explanation on our envelope as well as our Impesa uh, giving. Many uh, are giving by Impesa, and quite often when you see the details that are put on the screen, you see different things listed there, tithe, offerings, MFC, project advance. And, and uh, these are straight off of our envelope, which many people are now giving by Impesa but it's still important for you to understand each of these categories in our, in our generosity, in our generous giving as a body to understand what is this all about. First of all, the tithe. The tithe, you see that listed right there on our giving envelope. The tithe is 10%, and that covers our staff and our monthly running expenses. And I just want to thank each and every one of you who are, who are ministering to the Lord by giving of your tithe, that 10% of your income. Come on, let's celebrate, and God bless you so much. And this covers our staff. We have the absolute greatest staff. I mean, amazing, amazing, incredible people who have served year after year and continue to do so. And we like to see them blessed. We like to see them really looked after. So this covers our staff and this covers our monthly running expenses to keep everything going as it should be. And then we have under that offering, offering. This is for general operations here at NLC, just our general operations and our purchases that we need to make and our upkeep that we need to have and make in our office and in, our, in, in various areas that we need just generally our upkeep. And then right under that is missions, faith, commitment. Missions, faith, commitment. 
All right, this is this is goes toward our mission and our outreach endeavors. Haven't you been blessed by seeing the videos and seeing what we're being able to do on a local scale? Our mission faith commitment. This is our mission, our outreach endeavors. And this is what we bring every first Sunday of the month is our mission Sunday. Yeah, we've changed it from mission faith promise to missions faith commitment. Missions faith commitment. MFC, that's what it's all about. When you see MFC each and every Sunday, that's what it's all about. Mission, faith, commitment. And this is where we commit ourselves. This is our over and above giving. This is committing ourselves to our local missions, to our foreign missions, to all that we want to see happening on our, in our mission passion, and our mission heart. And, you know, this is why we came into being, church, it was to be a missions church. This was at the very heart from our inception to be a missions church, to reach regions beyond. But it's also local, just as we saw yesterday in Serve Day. We took quite a number of our, a bit of our resources from our mission giving to help finance Serve Day yesterday. Taking from our resources that's come through our mission giving to reach out to serve our city. So I want to encourage those of you who have made a mission faith commitment to continue, to stick with it. Come on, there's so much yet to be done. Some, you've, some of you have not yet made a mission faith commitment. I want to invite you to pray and ask the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you what to do. Come on, let's partner together, guys. Let's continue to partner together for the cause of Christ. Let's continue to partner together and ask the Holy Spirit to show you if you've not yet made a commitment each and every month above your tithe, above your regular giving, I want to stretch my faith for a mission faith commitment. I want to invite you to do that. I, I'm asking George to come right now, who is our administrator. He's also the treasurer of the NLC board, and I want to invite him to take a few moments and go through the next items with us. All right, praise the Lord. Pastor has asked me to take a few moments and just explain the next two things on our envelope. And the first one is Project Advance. We started giving Project Advance a few years ago, uh, and since then, I know some of us may have forgotten or you're new to church and you hear us talking about Project Advance and you don't know what that is. Now, that's our offering that's specifically designated for three things. It's one for to position us for land, to position us for facilities, and to position us for major improvements. Now... Um, one of the things that we have, we keep believing the Lord for is, you know, we are talking to our neighbor here and trying to work out, you know, something for an extra piece of land. Come on, are you still praying and still believing? And, and we are believing for that to come through. But how wonderful would it be if we are positioned when the door opens for us just to be able to go through it? So that's what our project advance giving is. Don't wait until, oh, we have a project. Keep giving regularly and consistently. And we are designating that offering and setting it aside, putting it somewhere where it can earn, you know, some interest. So that then if the opportunity comes, we're able to use those funds to attend to that. Amen. So that helps us with that, helps us with facilities, just things that we need to uh, 
fix or improve on the on the on the facility where it's major improvements one of the things that uh, I, I need to mention is that's happening in this recent time that we are in is the city is actually building a sewer line um, and they are passing right through our property so what 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 will happen is that in the next couple of weeks when you come back from cell sunday you might find everything has been upended you know we needed to take out the total banda and take down the toilets and a lot of things to make that possible so we are also seeing this as an opportunity for improvement so that when they are done you know we can take something out of project advance and put it towards that and make some improvements but i'm also mentioning that so that you are patient with us when you come back from cell sunday if you come back and find that things are not as 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 you're used to please bear with us we are working with them to make sure it's as little uh, inconvenience as possible but that's that's the kind of thing then we would be using project advance finances to also see how we can improve and take care of what needs to be taken care of so i want to encourage you to please be giving towards project advance just know that's what it's for and it's been kept for that particular opportunity amen all right the second thing is uh, there's an other a blank there and that that's just for any other specific designation now every now and then you might have an offering you are praying in your holy of holies and the lord told you go give an offering for something else that's not on the list that's where you put that designation you right whatever it is you're giving to us so for example uh, when club a12 was doing a conference we had giving for hxp that's an other thing so you say hxp you know creative conference is coming up you want to give to support someone to come you know just give and write in the designation creative conference and we can assign it where it's supposed to go all right and then the final thing i want to uh, explain is the giving number uh, i know people ask every now and then what's that how does it work now first of all um, the reason that we have a giving number every person who gives in nlc has a giving number the reason that we have it is not to keep you accountable <laughs> or to keep track of your offering that's not the point of it the reason we have it is so that you can keep us accountable that we are keeping good records of what you're giving and what you've designated it towards and where it needs to go so the accounts department you know takes your name and your number and keeps your records and uh, what we used to do in the past is every year you know they would send out uh, a letter to give you an update of how you've given throughout the year a lot of people have over the year said you know we don't need that i have impesa now i don't need it so how it works now is if you ever want to see your giving records all you have to do is go to the accounts office or call them make an appointment they'll give you a timeline you can go to them and get your giving records that's what the number is for it helps us to keep track of your giving and allocate it properly now if you don't have a giving number or you don't know your giving number please call the office and and let us know and we'll get you one and you know especially those of us who our names on mpesa are not our real names and the records just don't always match you know they may be wondering you know who's this person and not have your records in line so please call the office let us know so we can give you a number and make sure we are keeping a good track of your giving records if you're giving by mpesa that's why we tell you in the account section indicate what you're giving towards so you're using just exactly the same categories say this is tithe or this is offering or this is mfc or this is project advance or this is whatever other designation you have so what that helps the accounts people to know is when your money comes in we know how to allocate it or which account to put it in so even in the account part you can put for example hxp you can put creative conference you can designate towards that in the account section of the pay bill under impesa great all right thank you so much finally yeah come on this is exciting stuff we're partnering together
We're partnering together, and the final component of our vision is going and sending. Going and sending. This is what it's all about right here. Going and sending. Romans chapter 10 and verse 14 says, But how can people call on him if they have not believed in him? How can they believe in him if they have not heard his message? How can they hear if no one tells them the good news? How can people tell the good news if no one sends them? As scripture says, how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who announce the good news. I decree that we at Nairobi Lighthouse Church have beautiful feet. I want you to understand something. We are either a missionary or a mission field. We are either a missionary or a mission field. Jesus, the head of the church, he set the example for us in Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. You know about Jesus from Nazareth that God gave him the Holy Spirit and power. You know how Jesus went everywhere doing good and healing all those who were ruled by the devil because God was with him. Jesus set the example, going. We are all to go, to go across the street. We are all to go across the office. We are all to go across the school. And we are all to send. We are all to go. We are all to send. Planting cells in Nairobi. In Nairobi Plus which Nairobi Plus, as you see on there, means the, the environs, the greater environs, not just the Nairobi, but the environs of our city. We are all to go, and we are all to be involved, helping plant churches across the city, the nation, the continent, the world, in Jesus' name. We are, we are people of God who, even as you saw earlier, with those that we have connected with and partnered with we all go and we all send it's all inclusive you are sent to win to win souls and make disciples but it's also a financial commitment to send that's where we connect in our giving such a great flow you know there's such a great flow between all of these components between all of these points and they're not meant to be compartmentalized but together but together they serve as the means to make sure that we stay on mission to make sure that we the church stay on mission the mission that God has given us church we are going to teach what God's word says we are determined as God's as God's vessels to say it whether it's easy or whether it's not we are determined to stay focused as his people, it's not our agenda or what we want, but it's what God is saying to us as his church, as his people. We make it relevant without changing the truth in any way, in any shape or form. We stay true for what is the end goal? What's the end goal of what we're all after? And that is we're all to go and we're all to help others go. That's our end goal. That's what we're after. 
That's what we're believing God for. And we're so excited that you're a part of it. We're so excited. We're honored that we have the privilege of seeing you served and blessed and growing strong. And together as a congregation, we're moving in accordance to our vision. We're moving in accordance to our God-given vision to see God by his power and by his glory do greater and greater things. Authentic worshipers, Bible-based believers who are taught, equipped for service, daily living in accordance to the word of God, your generous giving in Jesus' name. Come on, connect with that. You are going and you are sending in the name of Jesus. Let's give God the highest praise in the house today. Come on, can we thank Him and praise Him that we're part of something so supernatural. God, we love you. God, we thank you. We're honored, Father, that you would allow us the privilege that you've planted us and you've allowed us the blessing of being part of this house. And God, we thank you today for continuing to provide, Lord, every detail, every aspect of, of, our, of our amazing congregation. We thank you that you are the head of the church, Lord Jesus. We surrender to you and we thank you for leading us and guiding us through this vision, Lord, to see our mission that you've given us fulfilled and completed in Jesus' name. I pray for strength to come to your people. I pray, Father, for encouragement to come to this house. Lord, as we gather in Cell Sunday, a week from today, thank you, Father, for a mighty move of your spirit and your presence and enjoying such an amazing day together as the family of God. Those who do not have a cell, Lord, help. we thank you that they will be able to connect even from this point and we will all together as a family, oh God, meet in cells in a week to, from today. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Come on, it's exciting, guys. Have an amazing week, everybody. God bless you.